You've got a lot of sausages and things that just come to their head and... And it chipped it away again! Toby Flood. God's sake! He pulled my scrub cap off and he squirted water in my face and you're not allowed to do that. Shut it off! Shut the video top! What a yoga! <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode something, I think 12 or 13, of the uh, Waste High Rugby podcast. The podcast that no one asked for, but you've got anyway. I'm uh, I'm joined by Tom and Jack this evening. Hello, gents. How are we? You always complain that I interrupt you, so I'm letting you. I'm letting you go first, mate. I don't go first. I'm good, actually. I'm pretty good, mate. <laughs> All right, I'm not good. I'm now angry. I'm going to be sulking for the rest of the podcast because Jack's interrupted me already. It's a record. I think it was 31 seconds on the on the time, I think, in the top left hand of our court corner of our screens but yeah no i'm just tired because been flying and sleeping and uh yeah apart from that i'm good ed it seems like you're living a bit of like a jet set life at the moment tom you've kind of been all over europe you were flying today you're flying up north soon there yeah, it seems a bit different for you yeah it's knackering i can't wait to go up north just stay there for six months and not move that's gonna be so nice were you back, you're back in England, weren't you? Yeah. How was that? It's good. Fun. Pace of words, just Tom, didn't he? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Jesus. We were watching um, uh, Idiot Abroad, the the monkey one. And uh, yeah, it was just Tom, wasn't it? Carl Pilkington is Tom. Oh, he absolutely is, yeah. He's going to have an absolute shock when he moves up north. It's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. I think we need to plan, we need to plan a weekend up there. Well, at one point, it's going to visit him. Oh, yeah, 100%. In his, yeah, in his, yeah. in his 700,000 knock, 16 bedroom house that he's bought up there or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, it will have it'll be like four stories or whatever, and just have one mattress for me to sleep on. <laughs> yeah, because that's all I can be asked to do when it comes to refurbishment. Be like some of those houses that you uh, you went to parties in, and you wondered if there was anyone who actually lived there. Oh, or not? Yeah, someone will actually put his tent up in the living room and live in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, I'm not taking my tent. Can't be asked if the tent. Me pot the tent. That's my posh tent, that is. My posh tent. To go with this posh coat. My posh tent. Oh. Give away my posh coat. I don't have enough room for it. I have to go. I have to sacrifice it. What did you say? Is that after all the abuse you were copying? No, it's because I wear it when I wear a suit. And I wear a suit, like, once a year when I'm absolutely forced to wear a suit. So I'm like, I can't really carry that for, like, once a year to be posh. So I'm just going like, to not be posh all year round now. You used to get one of those Arctic uh, coats, don't you? Oh, don't. He was he he came up to me the other day and was like, "Head like, I've got to spend so much money on warm clothes now." He's just realised that he's moving to a really cold place and he's got no warm clothes. Should you know I expensive clothes are, Jack? So expensive. Yeah, warm like, clothes are well expensive. Yeah, I've spent three years, mate. Can't bother it. Like, warmth doesn't doesn't like it doesn't matter that much to me to be warm. Mate, it's going to be cold as shit out there. You're going to need a proper coat. I've already got a coat. I've got like five coats. I've got how many coats? I'll get rid of the coats. Yeah, they'll be fine. 
if you can come back down to Oslo on August 24th, Ellie Hansen are having the sample sale, so you can get like loads of really good discounted stuff for like nothing. I went to Sports Direct in 9M, so that's where I got all my hardcore jokes. <laughs> pair of boots are 45 quid. Cheapest boots I could find here were like 2,000 kroners. Pair of boots, 45 quid. Don't buy brought them. Football boots or like walking boots or what? Walking boots. Caramore. Yeah, Caramore, you're right, yeah. But Caramore, I've got, got a pair of Caramore trainers as well. Cause my dad's trainers got a hole in, so I was like, right, I need to replace them, get a pair of Caramore trainers. Caramore boots. Then I got a pair of, I got two pairs of jeans for office clothes. 25 quid each. Bargain. Big spender, you? Yeah, well, eight jeans as well, to be honest. So I'm hoping that, hoping that I'll just like be able to like slowly accidentally one day wear my joggers and then slowly like they'd see me in my joggers and then they don't say anything and boom I'm wearing my tracksuits as soon as as soon as Thomas passes probationary period you're just going to start turning up in joggers like the day after yeah tracksuit mate got jeans to start and then tracksuit as soon as like they uh, as soon as I get the opportunity pretty special to turn up to uh, an economist job in sports direct jeans isn't it on your first day but they don't know. It say, don't say Sports Direct on the jeans, does it? Does it say Lonsdale? Nah, it says Fire Trap. <laughs> Isn't it Sports Direct where you get like the Lonsdale bag for life? I bet you bought that bag as well, didn't you? Nah, already got a bag. Didn't need to buy a bag. But no, I've got carry more, carry more trainers, carry more hiking boots. But I I read hike. I, I see hiking boots and I read winter boots for the north. So I hope they're the same thing. And then jeans, two pairs of jeans. And then I brought a waterproof as well, but I had to go to like a proper place to get a waterproof. So that cost me loads more money. But I think it's waterproof, so it should help. That was £35. No, that was that was loads of money that I had. That was, that was over 100 quid, which made me feel a little bit sick. It made me feel a little bit sick, but I got stressed out because I didn't really know what to buy. So I brought like, I didn't buy the most expensive one. I didn't buy the cheapest one and I thought that's probably the best value for money but I also know that's a trick they do so you can't can't always follow that logic but we're going to talk about rugby or we should talk about my shopping habits I think we can stay on this topic for a while but yeah we should move on uh Jack quickly how are you doing how is uh life down south I'm good mate although uh I made a mistake earlier I was we bought this new steamer it's like an iron but it's like a gun have you seen them yeah, I've seen them. They're crap. Oh, right. It looks cool, though, because I can't be arsed with an iron anymore. So I was practicing with my steamer, and I put put a fresh sheet on the bed and was steaming the sheet to try and get the creases out, and I spent ages steaming it, and it looked really nice. And then Marita walks in, and she says, what are you doing, you plank? And I went, what? And she goes, that's the sheet that we put over this. That's the sheet for the dog. That's <laughs> <laughs> the shit. Is a sheet that we put over the sofa for our dog who's on a period to bleed all over. So I've got to take that off and, and put it back and put a actual sheet on. But apart from that, I'm all good. Yeah, all good. Nice, cool. Um, yeah, rugby. There's not been a vast amount on. I guess we've had uh, some championship rugby over the weekend. There's some, um, I guess, squad announcements for the World Cup. There's some 
jerseys that are being released. So there's a little bit. Um, I mean, I managed to watch the rugby championship on Saturday. Um, of the the New Zealand South African game, good. It looks like New Zealand are fully coming back. Um, and then Australia, Argentina. I think Australia just look a bit shit, to be honest. Which game do you want to start with? Ooh, good question. You go for it. Tom didn't watch any, apparently, so we can try and fill him in a little bit. Let's start, okay, let's start with South Africa, New Zealand then, I guess. Yeah. Um, the All Blacks look ridiculous. That's it for me. <laughs> yeah, they look pretty good, didn't they? I felt like... Yeah. Obviously, the South Africans didn't acclimatise well enough to those uh, New Zealand conditions. Even though they sent half the team there beforehand to yeah. to acclimatise at the time. Um, yeah, I think New Zealand were just... Yeah, New Zealand were great. Um, what, it was like 17-0 after 20 minutes or something? Yeah, they just flew out, didn't they? Flew out of the blocks. That's Shannon Frizzell, man. This is what happens when you put a wanker... In your forward pack. None of this. Put nice, nice ball players you can like run around and pass and have great hands for forwards. Put put a wanker in who's hard and he likes hitting stuff on the pitch and at home. Um, he was awesome for about fifty minutes. He, there was no way he could have kept it up all game. Like it was just a no. He was. Hitting everything, he was he was like trampling over people, flashing oh, into rocks. He was brilliant. I've not, I haven't that, seen him play that well. At that, so that that try he scored, he literally like releases in a journal over, didn't he? Just like absolutely smashed Willie Larue to go over. It was, that yeah. try was incredible. Yeah, started the counter attack, and then there was like a crossfield kick involved, and then yeah, he finished it off by just trampling over the top of Willie Larue. Yep. I thought they. Looked, um, I thought South Africa were really disappointing. Yeah, they. For me, don't like. There was nothing particularly special or good about them at all. I guess. Um, I'm trying to think now. Like no, they were average, bang average throughout the entire game. Yeah, I mean, I think they missed. The thing with South Africa is their team that finishes the game is is better than their team that starts the game. But yeah. I think teams back rowers, back rows on paper, and the New Zealand back row looked so much better. You, it was yeah. I know Kane gets a little stick, but I thought he was. I thought he's been pretty good recently. Um, after his comeback from fitness, and then Ardy Severe and Shannon Frizzell just looked horrible to play again. And then you looked at the other the other side, and Vise is a good player. He's not going to set the world alight at international level, I don't think. But the Moster and, and Quagga Smith, just neither of them look particularly like international top tier, like one or two in the world back rowers. Nah, uh, you, you were saying on the on the group chat that, you know, Quagga Smith just, he, he's, played, he's played too much sevens really and he doesn't know 15s as well, I guess. But for the, for a team that is basically the biggest team in the world and has the biggest forwards pack in the world, they pick a really small 
bloke at seven. They put their focus in the in the in the substitutes, I don't know, because I mean their bench was just uh, on paper that bench is probably one of the best I've ever seen, like in any test team ever. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean the bench is as good as is better than the starting team, especially the, yeah. front, the bench front row is just ridiculous. And the second, and you know, every, having Peter Stefftoy on the bench was just madness. Like, I don't know if he's coming back from injury or what, but he just yeah. So just. Just to kind of go through their bench quickly, they had Malcolm Marks, Peter Steftertoit, um, no, yeah, Peter Steftertoit, Vincent Cock, Arhe Snyman, Thomas Detoit, the other prop, Dwayne Vermeulen, um, Williams, and Libok in the backs. Like, that is, those six forwards are outrageous. Yeah, they still can't do anything without Andre Pollard, though. No. Nah. I think, yeah, they, I mean, Willems is not a 10 there in my opinion. I think he's more of a 15. Yeah, he's a fullback. Because Willie LaRue has been brilliant, but I just don't think he's there anymore for as a as a World Cup winning fullback. Like I just don't think he is one. Like he's just as uh, he's yeah, he's just as quick as Freddie Stewart. He is slowest back in the England squad, Freddie Stewart, officially. Just that, just the slowest back. He's not the slowest player. In England. Well, I don't think the forwards did any, did any. Uh, they didn't do the sprinting test with them, but the backs did, and Stewart was the slowest. Did his sprint yeah. qualify as a sprint, or were they like, stop jogging now? <laughs> Everyone else is done. If he was a sprint. It wasn't. It was only like sixty meters or something, though. He's got another forty to go. If they did a hundred, he'd be he'd be well away. If he did a hundred meter sprint, I reckon his well, time would be over twenty seconds. Do you know if he did? Do you remember the beep test? Do you remember the yeah. beep test where you change direction all the time as well? He wouldn't be able to do that because he would, he it would take him the same amount of time to change his direction as it would to run a whole length. So he would be able, to, he wouldn't be able to get anywhere on the beep test either. He is so unathletic. I like how we've gone from New Zealand to talking about New Zealand, South Africa, to talking about how slow with Freddie Stewart is. Yeah, well, he's not just slow, is he? He's other things that are problematic, like he can't pass. So when you said that, oh, Willie LaRue and Freddie Stewart, let's compare them, you're just being, that's that's really mean to Willie LaRue. Right? One of them can pass, the other one can't. One of them can sidestep, the other one can't. One of them can create an attack, the other one can't. Freddie, also, Freddie the one thing that Freddie Stewart does have, and none of the South Africans had on Saturday, was hands. They dropped everything. They couldn't catch a cold either. They couldn't. They literally balls. None. They were shocking. Larue dropped a bunch. Colby dropped a lot. Yes. And it looked like some. At some point, the tactics look literally looked like give it Colby and see if he can do anything with it. Yeah, which just and he felt. Yeah. So I think South Africa are going to have an interesting time because they're all, all that. I mean, I know Australia aren't New Zealand in New Zealand, but they're kind of fringe players, especially like Esther Hazen. He needs to be in. Yeah. Some of the, some like the wing, the Kurt Lee, the winger, um, God. boys in the forwards are really putting pressure on these, these guys now. Um, and yeah, we'll see. But New Zealand, are, New Zealand look great. They did. I don't know if they can 
thing about this New Zealand team though is they'll look they'll batter out Africa and then they'll like they'll lose the next game to Australia. Or probably. They, yeah. They're just so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um but no, New Zealand look good. I think they're gonna have they're gonna have a really good um battle to see who gets because they've got Bowden Barrick, McKenzie and uh Moana all going for that kind of 10, 15 role. So it'll be interesting who they pick out of them. And uh, Will Jordan's the fastest white guy I've ever seen. He's so fast. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Rapid. Rapid. Um, yeah. Australia, Argentina. I only watched the last, he was like 20 minutes or something. Um which I think was probably the most exciting 20 minutes by all accounts. I mean, their lead kind of swapped several times within that period, right? It was like last-minute trials, but like three of them were points. Yeah, this looked like a really exciting game. You really watch it? No, I watched the... Yeah, I watched the end. watched like the last 20 yeah. minutes. Uh, so, what? The final score was 34-31 to Argentina. Meaning that the best coach in the world, Eddie Jones, has now lost two in a row with Australia. Um, and he broke three headsets in the process, apparently, on Saturday. <laughs> I reckon they should have left it as a draw and then just got Eddie Jones and Michael Checker out in, like, sumo wrestling gear. And then, then they have to have a sumo wrestle to see who would uh, who would win the game. But yeah. I saw something, it was like the Eddie Jones versus Michael Checker head-to-head. So it was like Eddie Jones as England coach was 100%. Eddie Jones as Australia coach, 0% <laughs> against Checker. Yeah, well, he's only played once, hasn't he? But yeah, Checker. And then Checker has beaten Eddie Jones. The only time Checker has ever beaten Eddie Jones has been with Argentina. So with Argentina, they beat England last year and they beat Australia on the weekend as well. So, oh yeah, they did beat. Yeah, they beat us with Dodger yeah. team, didn't they? So Checker has only ever beaten Eddie Jones whilst he's been coaching Argentina, not with Australia. Right, here's one for Tom. Tom, have you got the? Uh, have you got the game, the score up and stuff? No, I'll see you scored. No. Right, I'm going to send you a web page. And I want you to try and say the name of the bloke. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you scored the last. You scored the last try for Australia. And this feels like a bit of a setup. This. You get ten points if you can say the name of this guy. He looks class, by the way. Australia produced so many massive, rapid wingers, don't they? Who you've never heard of yeah. before, but who seem to be class. No, uh, one. No, I say. Try that again. That one. Nawa Kwanitawaze. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. This. That. Good effort. Good effort, mm-hmm. that. I have no yeah. idea how you say it, but. It's like that, yeah. I know him. Do you? Yeah, I grew up with his brother. <laughs> he was called Jeff, now I could have read why it was, eh? Yeah. <laughs> famous. He's famous from the Ravens had them. So his try was an incept try in like the last four minutes of the game. And he incepted it on his own five meter. It was, uh, or like between the 22 and the five, sorry. Oh, so this squad was five minutes to go and it's still lost. 
I love that. Yeah, I love yeah, that. So he scored. He scored an intercept drive with like four or five minutes on the clock. Australia were back in the lead by like one point or whatever it was, and then uh, Argentina scored the death. <laughs> yeah, Argentina scored the tie right at the end. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, Eddie Jones teaching Australia how to choke. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's a rubbish here. Uh, the Argentina, yeah, it's always good when they get one over on those three. Uh, it's always funny. And they lost in Australia as well, which is even funnier. Yeah. So, uh, now the one of these are garbage, aren't they? Yeah. New Zealand, watch out, as Eddie Jones said. <laughs> mate, he's, he's had this game plan in his head for four years, mate. He knows what's, yeah. he knows what's coming. He predicted the future of rugby wrong. I can't wait for him to say, say that in the press when Australia got a World Cup. Turns out my plan was wrong. What happened was, things changed between the year 2020 and 2023, but no one could have predicted that. COVID, COVID ruined his, his game plan. Yeah. Exactly. It was the vaccine, mate. The vaccine. Vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Vaccines. Ruined the player's fitness and mind, mind power. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, in terms of international... Oh, no. So there's one more game, which was the Tonga and Australia A match. And Australia, Australia lost. Yeah. Australia lost, and they actually put out a really strong team. Like They had Taniela Tupac at prop. They had James O'Connor, Bernard Foley. Um, there was some other, like, first team players. Harry Wilson, the number eight. Um, yeah. And they lost in... I think Tonga for the first time put out like their strongest possible team. So they had, you know, people like Falau, uh, Fekatoa, Piatau, um, Steve Maffey, yeah. Ben Famawina. They were very strong. Tonga uh Tonga will be fun to watch in the World Cup, I think. Really fun to watch. Yeah, I hope so. I mean yeah, it was a good game. Like the highlights uh very good if you want to watch it. Um, they looked like they were playing yeah. in a park, though. I think that was a national stadium in the. Was that Tonga. in Tonga? It was a, yeah, it was the first international held in Tonga, I think, in three years. Yeah, all right. Or something like that. And then this weekend, they're, uh, they're playing against Fiji this weekend, which will be good, I think. Oh. Yeah, because normally, obviously, like Fiji usually just batter them, but I don't think it'll be the same this time. Is it in. Suva. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that'll be a fun game. Let's yeah, if I can get that on somewhere. Um Yeah, so there was that. I think this weekend also, if we kind of go back to the local stuff in Norway now. So Saturday um in Rick is the sand rugby or, or beach rugby, whatever you want to call it. Um organized by Mike Pride, Matt Shaw, um, and all of those. And I think they've even got a, a traveling team from England, from um, Stratford-upon-Avon, I think it was, who were coming up. So, um, yeah, anyone who's listening and is in and around the area, please get up there or and send us a report as well, I guess, afterwards. But, um, yeah, I guess next year we'll try and get a team out. I think we'll all... Pretty busy, unfortunately, at the moment. 
Yeah, what with the coach jumping ships. Yeah, you know, it's uh, tough days at Blinder now. So in the past couple of months, we've had Jack, our bench warmer and assistant coach, leave us. We've had Tom announcing his retirement from coaching Blinden for at least the foreseeable future. Um, Theo focusing on his business more than rugby, which is totally fair. Ben um, stepping down from coaching as well. So yeah, we've kind of lost like the entire coaching group pretty much in the past in the past two months, and we've got the first game in in a month. So yeah. Yeah, just as they were starting to look decent. Shows how hard it is to stay consistently good, doesn't it? I mean, I'm not worried about like the quality on the pitch. I'm, I think it's just, uh, yeah, having no like official coaches apart from, you know, now we've got like myself, Espen, Duncan, and uh, Magnus kind of trying to run all the coaching, which is going to be tricky. Yeah, you'll be fine, lads. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's not that hard. As Dom said, it's got nothing to do with coaching. Just pick the best players and just give it yeah. to the best players. That's it. It's the same feeling, right? Just Johnson's on the pitch. Just everyone on Blinder just needs to ask themselves when they have the ball, should I have this ball or should Johnson have this ball right now? And you're, they'll probably find that 99% of the time, Johnson should have the ball. So what should you do? Give it to Johnson. And Johnson's really, really fit, so he'll be there anyway. So you just probably have to turn around and you'll spot him. Let's just hope to God nothing happens to him in the East-West game in a few weeks. Yeah. Oh, you just said... Yeah? Sorry, mate, you go ahead. I was just saying, just send him to the East-West game and tell him to injure all the other players. But obviously you can't do that in public, but you could have like a... a what did that... American football coach do where he had like bonuses for injuring opposition players their defensive line had like a bonus poll and they would like get a bonus if they went out and injured another an opposition player so all of Linden lads that play in like East v West they should like put some money in the kitty obviously I'm not involved with Linden anymore so I'm just saying this is like theoretical but anything the Linden player takes out like another team's player and just give them a little bit of money and that's it I think we should grant you Tom Lifetime honorary membership of Blinden Rugby. Yeah, I don't need always thought would like that. I might want to move to Stavanger or Saga and win something, so I don't want to be pinned down by that uh, by that honorary status for life. Well, Johnson's pretty good at injuring his own teammates as well, so I reckon some of the Saga boys will uh, need to watch out for concussions and straight elbow <laughs> and knees and stuff. That, sorry how's the east versus west go how's the, how's that getting on how are we doing on signups now i think good um we should probably release like another special in in the next few weeks about it uh maybe just before the game but the signup is is pretty good i think we've had like overnight a couple of weeks back we had like 10 new people sign up i think i sent out a bunch of, bunch of messages and i think people like listened to the pod as well um got on it so the teams are looking strong. Have we decided? Have we figured out where Cronheim is? 
I think they're now going to the West. I think we've got enough people signed up in just, just between Sargana and Blinden to make like a an Oslo combined. Right. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's what they decided upon. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great game. Uh, for those listening who, who need a reminder, it's uh, exactly in a month, well, from date of recording, it's in a month, so August 19th. Volkswagen 3 p.m., I think it is, or something like that, but we'll do another special and I guess post on social media beforehand. Um, yeah, I think that'll be a great game. Yeah, we'll get the coaches on to talk smack about each other and then uh, we can have we can have a good lead up to that that'll be fun Tom do you reckon you can make a down for it or not no I'll be up in the north so I won't watch it but I already know the results so it's fine we'll get it streamed we'll try to get it streamed West are getting yeah. smashed aren't they West are going to get battered in that game look at that yeah Um. Where are you now? Now that you when you move up north, are you west? No, I'm north. Are you still east though? Nah, I'm north, mate. I'm just north now. You can't no, be north, mate. Are you west? west? No, nah, north. Where are you moving to? North. <laughs> Where is it? It's, it's just north. You can't call it north. It's called it's North called, Norway. It's called Bo Vesterland or something. Vester Island. Yeah, so it's north. It's it's like right up in the Arctic Circle. But it's north, so I don't know why we're having this conversation about me not being. Uh, I'm north. Yep. But it's my own team. I'm a neutral, so I get to choose because I'm in the north. But it's on the west coast. Yeah, but it's east of something, isn't it? Well, it's yeah. east of like other things. It's, it's east of Greenland. Yep. So it's east. It's east of the sea. Yeah. East of the sea, exactly. I'm not supporting the West because they're getting trounced. I already support Derby County in football. I'm not supporting another crap team. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm, I know I'm West, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, you're West. You're going to lose. We've already gone through this. They did a whole special on it. Depends how they cut it, though. Because it gets noise. Norway kind of looks like a sperm, doesn't it? Like, it's really big at the bottom, and then it gets really narrow up top. Yeah, all right. No, that's one way we could put it, yeah. yeah. So, it kind of it depends how you cut it. If you just cut it, like, a line from north to south, there's not that much wet. Either everything's west or nothing's west. I mean, if you were to cut a line, like, from Oslo directly north, just in a straight line, then Tom would be on his east. Yeah. I'm east. Told you I'm east. Right. I'm north. And then, and then I'm east. And then cut, so weird. But if you cut a line from north, from this southern a bit to the bottom, like cut it, you know what I mean? Like angled through the middle, sort of certainly, yeah. then he's west. Even I'm bored of this conversation, lads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, east west. Uh, August 19th, Bolt's Locker, be there or don't, but be there. Um, yeah, I think we had a pretty cool segment to kind of go through. So, um, the the mighty Ben, in all his wisdom and glory, who unfortunately can't be with us today, asked us a question in our group chat earlier, right? And it was if you could pick one player from each country 
in your 15, in your starting 15, for one player from each country in the World Cup. So obviously in the World Cup, there's 20 teams. Um, you have to pick one player from each team. You can probably leave out five teams. So I did it and I left out like Chile, uh, Uruguay, Namibia, Portugal and Romania. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a really cool, uh, good question. And I've been thinking long and hard throughout the day about my answers. Um, Tom, I know you probably haven't had any time to, to think about it, so we can kind of throw you in the deep end a little bit. But I think we should uh, we should try and go through it and create at least a combined team with all of us. Yeah, yeah sounds good. Nice. All right, I'm going to make some notes. Um, so there's one player. You can only have one nationality per... Not per player, but per team. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Let's go. Right. Well, nine Dupont done. Yeah. Do you want to do yeah. it by? Do you want to do it by uh, number, or are you just going to throw random names? Out? I think so. I'm just going to throw random names out. I just do the important positions, right? So, so the bags. Four is Etzebeth, or is he five? But Etzebeth's in. Who's the South African one? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I've got Edstabeth. I've got Edstabeth as well. I've got Scalpin. Uh, yeah, Scalpin is the RT one. If we have to have an RT, let's have Scalpin. Let's have uh, Italian, who's good in Italy. I literally don't even know any of the names. Capuazzo. Yeah, I'll in. put Capuazzo in. Really? 50? Yeah. Have we got an English one yet? No, we need a good 10. Right. Ten. Open Russell. Yeah, that'll do. Russell. Don't anything with Scots in there, do we? They're rubbish. Who else in Scotland is good? The way, uh, he's the big South African winger. Runs away as a Yeah, no, but wingers, there's loads of wingers you can from anywhere. There's yeah. loads of countries got fast lads. They're not very important. Right, so we've got DuPont and Russell as nine and ten. Hang on, you this is so this is a final. Just what Tom says is final. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. I think I think it is. I think it's pretty much is. That's that's bollocks. No, I think yeah. we 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 need to kind of create the team, then go through it and see where we want to change it up a little bit. No, I think that's rubbish. I do. I think it should just be my team as the final team. <laughs> what did you? I mean, Ed. What did you? Shall we start? Let's start right with the props. I mean, we okay. got the row. So my everyone's happy with that skeleton and expert in it. My my front row. So when I did it, my front row, I put Becca Gigiashvili from Georgia. I think you've got to have a Georgian in there. Yeah, Georgian it's, prop. Yeah, it's all they're good at. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Julian Montoya as hooker, Argentina. Yeah. And then I put Charlie Fanawina, former All Black, playing for Samoa. Oh. I did manage that. It's horrible. Right? You get a mm. ass waste. Of this, where which other Samoa are you going to put in, or which other prop? I put McFarland in at six. Is he even? I don't think he's in the squad, though, is he? Yeah, he is. Why would he not be in the squad? Oh, because he's injured. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was in the squad. Uh, I don't think he is at the moment. I mean, they're not. They're not not going to pick him, are they? It's like the best player in the Premiership. And Farland. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. 
I just don't really care about front row. Like none of this are front row. None of this are the club. It's just I put Genge at loose head. So right now McFarlane's not in the squad. Oh no, sorry, he is. But I don't... Ooh, yeah, maybe he could have been in there. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's carry on. So that that was my front three. But I'd say we can chop and change after. I had, I had the same except I had Genge instead of Falmuina. Falmuina, yeah, okay. So let's say Charlie Falmuina slash Genge for now. All right. Um, back row six, seven, eight. I had McFarland at six, Surveyor at seven, and Doris at eight. Wow. Seven. Who'd you have a seven again? Uh, Salvea. I know he plays eight for New Zealand, but he's a seven, isn't he? Yeah. And Doris. What about Jack Conan at eight? Who's, I know probably Doris is better. I think Doris is better than Conan, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Conan didn't didn't start for Ireland. No, no, it was my MC. Yeah, um, yeah. Right, nine, nine, ten. Nah, Amani. You want Amani? Yeah, I want Amani and get rid of Doris. Doris just like Doris is like same as like Don Brand. Just looks good when he plays games. Uh, so I for, uh, for six seven, six seven eight. I put in. The uh, Japanese guy, Kazuki Himedo from Japan. He's actually a really good flanker. Oh, yeah, he's clapped, but, yeah. Michelle Lamara from Italy at seven. Then I put Conan, or I'll actually change Conan's Doris at eight for Ireland. So, yeah, Himedo, Lamara, and Doris, I put. That's terrible. They will get absolutely munched up. No, they, might... they will They will get munched up by my back row. What was my back row? Omani, Surveyor, and that other lad. They'd munch okay. them up. Yeah, McFarland, Omani, Soraya, munch them up. Him and O, yeah, give me a break. Like, <laughs> he's a very nice some player. Who like, um, was your number eight? One of them three. Either McFarland, who was your other one? Surveyor. Surveyor, Surveyor's my number eight. And then Omani. There's my number eight. Omani is also. I'm playing with two sixes. I'm just going to munch people. Right, we'll need, we'll need to come back to that in a, in a couple of minutes, I think. Um, yeah. Who are your wingers? My wingers, fast lads. Chilean fast lad. I reckon they've got a rapid lad, Chile. Chilean fast lads. I look, yeah. I look through the Wales squad, and literally the only player I could find in the Wales squad who I thought was decent was Reece Samet. So here, they literally has that same thought. Or Josh Adams, but I couldn't... I, I don't think Josh Adams has been very good recently, has he? No, it's Reese Reese Summit as one winger, and then I had Reece Summit as one. I had the three silver. Have I got a Fijian yet? No, my team. No, I'd have two silver. Who's your Japanese bloke then? Because I put that Max Matsushima one. Not having a Japanese one. You're not having a Japanese player. No, I don't like them. Right? Why? Rubbish. Which team? So which team are you going to put instead of Japan? Don't know. I'll work it out in a minute. <laughs> right, I think we want to have Italian and the Japanese. Don't like. I don't we, want. Don't want. Don't want we to all, like losing nations. We all agreed on Reece Lambert on one wing. Jack, who was your other winger? 
had Matsushima from Japan. Is it Matsushima, the guy with the really tall hair who's rapid? Yeah. I put Van den Merber from Scotland as my winger. That's a decent shout. Um, fullback. Watso, in it? Yeah, I've got Kappa Watso. Why not Izzy Falau from Tonga? He's going in the centres. That's got him lackhead. I put all old Islander centre pairing. Oh, it's Fekitoa. He's Tonga, isn't he? No, I put Fekitoa. Yeah, he's going in centres, Fekitoa. Fekitoa's going in centres. We have put Samoa in centre. Brian Lima. <laughs> Brian Lima. Fekitoa in centres. Is Fekitoa going 13? Nah, 12. Fekitoa, isn't he? Oh, have I got an English lad in my team? Tom's making up positions here, apparently, so we can just let him... Yeah. Who's the other... Who's the other... Um, send to place for Tonga? Place for Toulouse. Okay. Yeah, he's good as well. Either Fekito or him at 12, I reckon. Right. Tom, who are you putting 13 for out? Have I got a... No, because I've already got a Tonga, and haven't I? I've got Fekito. So I've got... Have I got a Samoa? Yeah. yeah. Who's my Samoa? Yeah, you got Samoa. You do have Samoa. Tonga. You need Japan, mate. You're not having Japan. Who else is there? You have to have 15 nationalities. Yeah, and I've got four. Am I stuck on 14? Uh, uh, yeah. So if you could find an outside centre, and there may be an outside centre who's classed, then do that. But you could have a Japanese. <laughs> Jack Burger, yeah. There'll be another burger. You're going to have to have a Japanese bloke in there somewhere. Well, I tell you what, actually, Samoa have a good centre. They've got UJ Sutaney, who plays for La Rochelle. But I've already got, already got a Samoan. Ah, uh, but you got McFarland. Okay. Uh, Unless you put Jimeno in at six. Nah, not having, not having, I'm not having a Japanese, not having a Japanese player in the back. That's What's wrong with Japan? You can have your crap players in the backs. You don't have, your, you don't waste talent in the forwards. You have the best possible pack. Um, I've gone. Because I put a Japanese bloke on the wing, I've got Ekito at 12 and then any Fijian 13. Any any one of them can play there. Don't really know which ones. Yeah, maybe I'll put... I might go Fijian centre and then I'll have... I'll do what Jack didn't have a Japanese winger. Matsushima or whatever. Is that his name? Matsushima. He's good. Uh, he, he was like top try scorer at the World Cup, wasn't he? Yeah. But then I think my team's the same as yours, so. Is it? No, I've got Imani, haven't I? I've got a proper, I've got a proper Who's your English player? Genj. Genj is your English player. Yeah, so it is basically the same as mine then. Yeah, I've just got, I've just gone for Imani and not like Leinster. Like, you've sold out and gone Leinster. Who's your English player, Ed? I put Farrell, that's what, at 10. Moron. <laughs> <laughs> So you put Farrell, oh yeah, because you didn't put um, Van der Merwe. Yeah, you put Van der Merwe. My my tactic with this was just, I tried to think of the shitter teams and just think of their best player. Yeah, so I started with them and then I kind of filled in around them. So, right, just 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 so we've kind of confirmed it. So are we in agreement that number one can be that Georgian prop? Gigash, really? I thought yeah. one was... Genj. Okay, well then let's put Genj as one, then put the Georgian guy as three. 
Yeah. Some a Georgian freeze. Yeah. Whoever it is, uh, don't matter. Okay. I'm pretty sure that this Georgian guy can play one and three. Just because he's Georgian. So, Genj. They're, we're, all called, we're... they're all called Yashvili as well, aren't they? Basically. Yeah, pretty much. So, okay. We've said Genj, Montoya, and Gigashvili at the front row. Yeah. Second row, we, we're all in agreement. We put Edsabeth and Skelton. Um, yeah. Right, six. We have McFarland, Omani, or Imreno. Look, I I might go with Tom and go with the cockroach. Let's have the cockroach in the team. Omani. Yeah. I've got Omani, I've got McFarland, and I've got Surveyor. Right. Yeah. Okay, so six yeah. Omani. Where we um where we're gonna put Surveyor at eight? I'll put yeah, McFarland at eight. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so... We'll have two back in and out position instead of one. Yeah. All right, let me just look. Farland, New Samoa. We've got Samoa, New Zealand, Ireland, Australia, South Africa, Georgia, Argentina, and England in the front row. It's only their forwards. Um, nine, DuPont, obviously. Yeah. Ten, uh, Russell, Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. 11, Reese Lamett, Wales. Yeah. Yeah. 12, Bekatoa, Congo. Yeah. All the other blokes. 13, who do we have at 13? Who do you want, Tom? Two is over. Yeah. Oh no, which country is he from? Fiji. Oh no, Randrandra plays 13. Yeah, why don't you say uh, Randrandra? He's way better. It's not, he's just, he looks better. He's not better. He, he, he's it's a flow to make him. When the guy gets tough, he's gone. Very rough to it's over. Who's the guy who plays for Drua? He's the 13. Yeah, maybe him instead. With Hobo. Is it Revovo? He's not the one. He's the one. He's, the one. he's, he's moving to uh, Bristol. And he's the guy who had the pink dreadlocks. He played in the. Um... It was Randrandra versus him, wasn't it? In that thing. I, I mean, I'm happy with Randrandra. I don't know why Tom hates him so much. I'm going Randrandra. I'm with his two against one, so Randrandra wins. So he's when group think gets it wrong. It's like Brexit all over again. This fifty-two <laughs> percent of us we win. Like, right. God. Who's number 14? Uh, Matsushima. The Japanese guy, yeah. Matsushima. Okay. All right. So, Ellis Genj, Montoya, Gigash, really front row. Edsabeth, Skelton, second rows. Omani, Surveyor, McFarland, back row. Dupont, Russell, 910. Wingers, Reese Lamet, Matsushima. Centers, Rekitoro, Semi Randrandra, and then Kapwood, so 15. Yeah, sounds good, that. That's good. Solid team. That team would do well. Unlucky players to miss out. Unlucky players to miss out? Yeah. Uh, 
I think I actually I like Imeno. I think Imeno would have been decent. Um, and I think uh, I had Curry in my team for a while, and I was just like, I feel like there's a lot more better back rows than there are loose head props. So then I put Genjin instead. What we should do, right? We should remember this team here, and then after the World Cup, we do our the same concepts, but actually after seeing everyone play, yeah, and see what changes. Well, we should do a team of the World Cup before and then team of the World Cup after, so we just pick our team. Yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. Our dream team, and then see if we change our minds or not after the World Cup. Yeah, that'd be good. Um. Yeah, imagine, I think imagine, that's one. imagine Dupont and Russell with Fakitoa and Randranger outside in. Oh. <laughs> you get yeah. so much clean ball as well with like Edsbeth and Skelton, like, and the, that back row in the forwards just cleaning out every single rook. LC. Yeah. Very. No, I think we were all in agreement in some positions. Like the, the second rows, number nine, number 11. Number 13, I think we were all more or less in agreement, although Tom wanted to receive it over Randrand draw, but yeah. Just think she's like, so I have a pony or whatever called again. And Black. You know, when we're lucky, tell you what, Piotr's unlucky to miss out. And Falau. No, he's the same. No, Piotr is the same. No, Piotr is so good. He's so yeah. consistent. No, he's a fair weather pony as well. Flat track pony, mate. Flat track fair weathered pony. <laughs> you know, Piotr's the kind of player that sees the speed up and turns around. Puts his car into reverse if he sees the speed hump. Charles Piotr. <laughs> yeah, Alan Wynne-Jones would have been in it if he didn't drop out the Wales squad. No, he wouldn't have been anywhere near it. Stuart Hogg would have been in it if he hadn't retired from rugby. Hogg might have quite in it, though. As if you want to win or not. <laughs> He'd have some absolute class outside him to not give the ball to you when you were about to score a try. Hogg 15, and then you could just pick up your spot. Oh, we'll take the Chilean wingers. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we, should, we should do this again, but with the worst possible team. The worst possible. Charlie Yours is second row. Charlie, if Charlie Yours goes to the World Cup, I will lose my brain. He's, not, he's, he's been removed from the squad entirely, hasn't he? I see. No, I don't think. I think he's in the thirty-eight man squad, isn't he? Better not still be in the squad. He is rubbish. Like I don't how he keeps getting. He is one of the worst players out there. The uh, Charlie, Yule, I remember seeing the Charlie Yules to the Bulls, like loan signing. Someone sent it and was like, oh, what do you think of this? And I just thought, that is the most boring sports signing of all time. Like, that is so yeah. bad. That is so uninspired. It's got, great leadership. it's got great leadership skills though, Tom. Got trashed leadership skills. Start. Honestly, this bloke is rubbish. He's going to do a book when he, when he retires. He's going to he's going to come out with a book and he's going to do some, you know, how to defraud English rugby. He's out entirely. 
how I how I captained the worst Bath team of all time. You know, I'm gonna. You know, he's going to get a suit job with the RFU after he's retired, or with well, obviously, uh, like he's going to get one of those yeah. upstairs jobs in Bath. Where yeah, yeah. They don't actually do anything, but they kind of walk around in a suit and sort of be leaders. Sometimes, right, like, like, like leadership in rugby is shouting one, two, three in the scrum. Five. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> what do you think? One, two, three, squeeze. Well, I'm in mean, the scrum. What was it going to do? Not push? Forget to push. Thanks for your fucking leadership. Right. I was just thinking I was so, going to eat some ground instead. Before, before Tom just unleashes fury, uh, yeah, the, the latest England squad is... Uh, I'm not going to list all the players. Don't list all the players. No, it's big. Charlie Ewells is not in there. Oh, thank God. Thankfully... But there are some interesting names, which, you know, like, I'll throw out a few names of people who are still in there, who, I don't know why, but, yeah, so, uh, Johnny Hill, Val Rapava, Ruskin, Uncapped, um, George and Pratt, that's what we need. Yeah, in the backs, you've got Johnny May, I think he's absolutely past it, um, yeah. Johnny May... Johnny May's still the fastest player in the England team. He yeah, but that's because they bring in crap like Freddie Stewart. I'd still, I'd be the foreign player in the England bad. team if you're bringing twenty-one-year-old Freddie Stewart in there. This Johnny May was looking for. I, I spent all this time learning how to be quick so I could play in the back three, and then you're going to pick Freddie Stewart. What a waste of time that was. I could have been slow and crap and still got picked. Said <laughs> I had to be fast and crap. Uh, Johnny May was still the fastest. Quicker than May, no? Not officially. Oh, wow. Okay. I was watching the uh, that O2 video thing that they do every week uh, in England rugby, and they're, like, they interviewed Arundel, and his squat is like, he's under 100 kg, and his squat is like 250 or something. Yeah, that sounds legit, that. He's got big legs, hasn't he? And he's what, That's 17 how... years old or something? Yeah, that sounds legit. That sounds protein shakes and uh, eggs in the morning, that. And then he, they asked him about it, and he was like, yeah, you know, I've just got my, my family, my family have all got big, leg, big legs, that so it's all in the genes. Yeah. That's what everyone says. Yeah, yeah exactly. But... Big, Joe's, big Joe's still in it, isn't he? Big, uh... He's still in it. They, um, apparently he's, like, hitting targets he's never hit before in terms of like fitness and and everything else so yeah he's a big luck wow freak athlete he's just not very good at rugby yeah exactly Tom is he's so catch the ball twice in training is that a target you met <laughs> first time ever yeah Joe catch this twice wow you did it Joe he managed to pass it off his left hand yeah targets he's hitting I love this targets like so they got rid of that Welsh lad already. It's like, oh, he wasn't meeting his fitness targets. It's like, yeah, you still got three flipping months to get him fit. We need to get rid of him yet. Yeah, that was crap. That was yeah, like how fit they need to be. Like they're playing seven games of rugby. It's not actually that many games of rugby, but can't tell them that, can you? The best one was when the women's South African cricket captain got booted out of the squad for not hitting the two k runtime or something, and she just went. She literally went, you don't need to be fit. 
play cricket. Like, <laughs> which is fair enough, man. Imagine if that Indian team of like the 2010s had to do fitness. Uh, no. Rohit Sharma. Can you imagine Rohit Sharma and Yuvraj Singh running two kilometers? I don't think they could even get. I don't think they'd even finish. Honestly, later tonight, after this, just look up major league cricket in America, right? There's like a pro cricket league in America, and some of those guys are so fat. Some of them are absolutely massive, like that they're smashing sixes like every other ball. Best player I ever played against was some really fat Asian kid, and he was unbelievable. Yeah. He was the best bowler and the best batsman and the best fielder. He was ridiculous. Stop ruining it with trying to make people fit. They don't need to be fit. Okay, from the Ashes squad now for England, who would be the best rugby player from the England squad? Stokes. Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes, what position? But Ten. Wherever he wants to oh. mate. Honestly, if I was like Gareth Southgate, I would take Ben Stokes in the England men's football squad just for penalties. I'd sack off the third keeper that they always take and say, you know what, we're not going to have two keepers getting injured. We'll risk it. And I'd Ben Stokes on the bench just for penalties because I know he'll score one. Harry Kane will fluff it, but you know Ben Stokes will score a pen. So yeah, I take... No, he would. Ben Stokes is going to yeah. win a winner. Definitely would. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It just... I just have him be like I wouldn't even take him either but I just tell him Ben like don't do anything on these dates because I might ring you that's the way trading nothing you're just going to sit off the bench and you're going to bang the penalty in as it goes to penalties I reckon you could stick him at 10 in a World Cup final and he wouldn't look shocking it would look like he'd never played rugby and he's a Kiwi so I reckon he's sick of rugby yeah, but they play him warm up don't they and get injured like they never I like, that's the other thing I like doing my cricketers is I've never heard of a sport where the warmth is like you don't really need to warm up anything to play cricket do because you're just going to stand still anyway so there's no point doing a warm but they all get injured in the warm up you know at the time yeah they play football and they've got injured or they're still on a cricket ball so he's out for a test it's like how do they get injured so much the warm up is like more dangerous for cricketers than any other sport it seems yeah but there you go. Jesus, his Ben Stokes' dad played rugby league for New Zealand. Well, there you go. Ben Stokes would be the best rugby player. Ben Stokes would be the best yeah. at any other sport in that in- England uh, cricket team. Ben Stokes would be the best at any other sport, guaranteed. What what sport do you reckon Johnny Bairstow should take up? Anything you don't have to catch it. <laughs> I reckon Duckett would down a pint fast, though. Ben Stokes? Huh? Then Ben Stokes? Like, no, just down a pint. Like, Duckett has a face that looks like he sits in a pub and downs pints. So I've just like... <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, guys. Um, great. Well, thanks for joining us tonight, um, Jack and Tom. Hope you have a good weekend, whatever it is that you may be doing. Um, and yeah, see you, see you soon.